more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So we promise you when we do this uh, intro for the podcast, it's something that we wouldn't necessarily talk about on the radio, and uh, we didn't mention it today, but I've got acne again. And, oh. Do you ever. And it's just one great big one. I've tried not to squeeze it. I've tried to squeeze it. My wife's even tried to squeeze it. Nothing will come out, but it's just turning bright red, and I can feel the pressure. You know that pressure you can feel? It's just always calling your name to try to do something about it. you got to dry it out. I Put know. some toothpaste on it, some Zik cream. I know. Let it run its course. None of that stuff works. Time is the only thing that heals its. Yeah. Yeah, or a mask. I don't know. And it's ma- not that bad. No? Yeah, yeah, but the you- thing is, you have clear skin. Yeah. Normally. So when you get a zit, you uh, see it. It's okay. always like a, an eclipse, right? Okay. You don't yeah. notice the sun till it's not there. It feels like it's weighing me down. I'm leaning that way in my head. I don't know what's going on, but seriously, 48 years old, like when is this going to stop? Does it ever stop? I don't think it ever does. Like they say, after you pass away, it's kind of a morbid thought, but your nails and hair still grow. I wonder if you still get Is zits. that true? Yeah. You didn't know that? I did not For know that. For how long? For a long time. Yeah. That's a lie. Wow. Oh, yeah. They exhume people like 100 years later and they just, they look like Sasquatches. That's not true. Uh-huh. 100% not true. I got to look it up. That's so sad. <laughs> Jack, oh, you didn't know that. man. No? no? Are you worried that your hair's going to be unkempt as, you, as a corpse? <laughs> yes. When they dig me up again, they're going to be like, oh, yikes. Yeah, she should have done something with her eyebrows. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> what? Hair and finger, fingernails may appear longer after death, but not because they are still growing. Instead, a person's fingernails and hair may appear longer because the skin around them has retracted. Okay. Oh, You're not right. growing hair. Same kind of idea, Jack, with your gums when those big teeth start to retract to the gums. Yikes. Yeah. I like can't a, handle that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't dig me up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember me like this. Okay. <laughs> All right. We will. So there you go. Okay. I always thought your hair and your fingernails grew. How ludicrous is that? <laughs> what? I don't know. It's like when porcupine shoot quills. Same idea. <laughs> You'll hear about that in the podcast. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. A mix of sun and cloud today and windy this afternoon, a high of 14 degrees. A year into the legalization of cannabis in Canada and access to edibles is right around the corner. The Edmonton Police Service says legalization has actually affected them quite a bit. Their biggest concern so far comes from impaired drivers. Weed impaired driving has increased 70% this year. Well, it was another winner last night for our Oilers. Grabbed and golfed out of the zone by Chris Russell. Race for the puck and McDavid will win it. Shoot and score! Yeah, that amazing goal was one of his five points as the Oilers beat the Flyers 6-3 last night and play Detroit on Friday. We will have tickets to win to that game at 8 o'clock this morning. Can we quickly talk about the scooters downtown? Ooh. Oh, you saw the scoots in action. I saw the scooters in action. Before the game, there was uh, guys that were like d- d- tag teaming on these scooters and rolling down the road with their McDavid jerseys on. Then after the game, there's like there had to be about 30 of these scooters right outside of Rogers Place. And like one drunk Oiler jerseyed fan would get on and then another one would get on with them and off they'd go. That's so we're, brave. We're walking down the sidewalk and they're just like bombing around us. And it's lots of fun and it looks fun. Don't get me wrong, but it, it also looks like it's just... Horribly unsafe. It's going to end badly somehow. <laughs> I just going to end badly. But anyway, it did look like it was fun. 
Well, Taste of Edmonton will be back at Churchill Square next summer. It was at Federal Plaza for several summers because of the construction in front of City Hall, but it goes back to its original place next summer. And moms are an essential role model for their little girls. But if you're an auntie, you play a very valuable part. Aunties offer a unique kind of relationship for girls as they grow that moms can't replicate. Experts say it's important that girls have positive adults to look up to rather than their own parents. Plus, the best news is aunties can be your friends. They don't need to be actual sisters. It's true. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. I've seen that many times. Aunties are important. Uncles can spoil, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anybody who's casually in your life, as in not there all the time, they're the spoilers. Yeah, 100%. Too early for a question question. Dallas Smith and Dean Brody tickets. Your chance to win coming up shortly. Hang on. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The question this morning: the average woman will do this three times a year at home. The average male will only do it once. What's what? Do you, what is the answer? Well, I, I'm thinking it's the cleaning, right? Dusting and vacuuming. That's what Matt thought too. Yeah, I was wrong. So hang on: the average oh. woman will only clean three times a year at home, and the average man will only do it once. Oh yeah, it's like an episode of Hoarders at your house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys getting off easy. You know what? With the Roomba and everything, you know. Oh, yeah, does its own cleaning now. Get you know, the machines to do it for us. You know what? It's yeah. not, but that's a good guess. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Sharon, what do you think the answer is? I think dieting. Dieting. Oh. Yeah. That's a great guess. Yeah. Dieting at home. Though. Yeah, only at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes sense, though. I'm a better dieter at home than I am on the road. True. Yeah. You, you know what? So it's, is everybody. Yeah, it's not. But thank you very much, Sharon. How's it going this morning, guys? Good. How are you? Oh, not too, too bad. What do you think? Is it rearranged the furniture in the house? It's not rearranging no. the furniture. What a nightmare rearranging the furniture three times a year would be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But my wife loves it. She do does, it. eh? Yeah. She's like, guess what we're doing tonight, honey? It keeps you on your toes. Yeah. And your back week. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. To the too early for a question question this morning. Lots of great guesses. Uh, The question is the average woman will do this three times a year at home, while the average man only does it once a year. What do you think? I think it's sad and she spends the day in her pajamas. Bam. Bam. You got it. Are you serious? Yes, that's it. Congratulations. Holy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, three wow. three times a year at home, the average woman will wear her PJs all day long and uh, once a year for the guys. And I'm assuming the guy day is when they're sick, probably. Or, I would imagine. Yeah. I, don't, I was going to say maybe Christmas. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday. Hang, hangover day. Hang exactly. Day. <laughs> hangover day. Well, Sunday's probably going to be a hangover day for you because you're going to see Dean Brody, Dallas Smith, and the rest of the crew. The Friends Don't Let Friends Tour Alone Tour is coming to Roger's Place on Saturday. Oh, so, so. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we just found out. Thanks to Tierney for a question. Question: The ladies will wear their pajamas on average uh, three times a year, just all day long. Guys, once I'm definitely well above average. I mean, not all, all day though. Yeah, not all day. You're right. But as soon as I get home from work, I'm just bolting upstairs and getting on the same the comfy pants, comfy pants as I've wore for yeah weeks upon end. Karen's finally like, let's wash those things. Uh, ever since uh, Yards for Hope, yeah, I can't wear socks. My ankles are so itchy all the time <laughs> really? from wearing those big wool socks for a day and a half. Really? And so the first thing I do when I get home is see you later socks, and then I itch my ankles for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> hmm. That's a nice visual. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I just stayed in my clothes, but I have the advantage. I'm wearing pregnancy pants now, and they have right. like a giant elastic waistband. Right. So they are like stretchy pants all day long. Where are those things available to buy? I, I got a question for you. Time. <laughs> okay. Yes. Have you ever gone out in your pajamas? 
No. No. Uh, never? I, I, no, I never have. Oh. No. no I, don't think, I, I don't think I have either. Have you? <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. It is Kissin' Love Court. Thursdays, we usually, uh, thanks to you, have uh, emails or text messages about things you want us to help you work on in your own personal life. For example... We got this text from Mark. He says, hey, Chris, Jack, and Matt, I'm a little bit worried about my wife. She says it's no big deal, but she is literally obsessed with Dean Brody. She only listens to his music, has a dedicated Twitter fan account, has him as her profile pic, and has even sent him a letter. As you know, he's going to be here on Saturday night, and of course she's going to the concert, but she's also following him to see the concert in Calgary on the Thursday and Friday before. She says it's nothing to worry about. It's a harmless harmless crush, but this is next level. We always joke about him being her hall pass, and I know there's no chance, but I do feel like I'm playing second fiddle to Dean Brody. Hmm. Well, first of all, I'm jealous that she's <laughs> got the Dean Brody thing going on because I thought that was just my thing. It's hers too. But secondly, at a certain point, you do start to feel a little bit bad. Remember there was somebody in there, I can't remember exactly who it was, but who did they have a crush on? Like One Direction or something? The same kind of idea. Was it One Direction or do you remember? I've heard of uh, this happening with the Backstreet Boys. The Backstreet mm. Boys, that was it. But anyway, at a certain point, like, yeah, like you're supposed to love me and you can like like these people, but you can't be that crazy This is them. totally harmless. You think? 100%. Why? Yeah. Well, has she done anything? Has she crossed a line? Yeah. I mean, she clearly is faithful, it yeah. sounds like. She just loves some Dean Brody. Yeah. Let her love some Dean Brody, because you know in the back of your mind, sir, that nothing's ever going to happen. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah, but I think she's crossing an emotional boundary. Like, if she is writing him letters, dedicating a Twitter page, and her profile pic, that is too much. Yeah. Keeps her busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps her out of yeah. your hair, man. <laughs> All right. As always, what about you? What do you think, uh, sh- you know, I guess Mark should do? It's Mark, right? You got it. You know what? Should he just, like, leave it alone? Or should he, like, say, hey, you know, do something about it? 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. Here's Chad Brownlee on Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Mark wrote in and says he is worried about his wife and the fact that she is completely obsessed with Dean Brody. She's going to the concert tonight and tomorrow in Calgary as well as on Saturday. But not only that, she also listens to his music only, has a dedicated Twitter fan account, and has him as her profile picture. He's thinking, should I be worried? Hmm. Lots of texts coming in. This person says, well, just dress up like Dean Brody then. There you go. It's that simple, right? I was thinking the next text said something about like, Mark, you start obsessing with about over Carrie Underwood and see what she thinks, right? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. If you have an obsession, truly, what do you think is going to happen in the long run? This person yeah. falls in love with you? Yeah. You well, never know. There, I mean, look at, who is it? Matt Damon, the bartender. He fell in love with a bartender. It can happen. There's only three people in bands that I know of married people off the street. No. Every one of the Hanson brothers from the Hansons <laughs> married right. girls they picked out of the crowd. All right. All right. What do you think, Jazz? I think uh, the guy should sit back, chill, relax, and uh, let it run its course. From experience, uh, I had the same thing with my wife, and uh, 
It gave me access to the artist, and uh, she's over it now. <laughs> it gave me access uh, to the really? artist. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> How'd yeah, she get well, over it? <laughs> well, I just kind of phased out. Uh, she was a huge Johnny Reed fan. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> right down to the point where she had her Johnny jeans that he signed, and she had the autograph embroidered too close to her Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, she was like a huge, huge in the Spartan <laughs> Army and everything else, and has just kind of moved on. And John and I became friends since. Interesting. You got access to the artist. <laughs> <laughs> now you're friends. And she's moved well, on. You know, yeah. She did the meet and greet, right? You go with her. And yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you're there with a bunch of ladies, and they're all calling Johnny, 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 and you're saying, hey, John, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a mild case of cuckolding. <laughs> I don't even know what, what that is. I don't means. know what that is. <laughs> Google it. Tell me, my vocabulary. tell me that you now have the Johnny jeans. <laughs> uh, no, she still has them, and they got all the patches and the tartan and everything. And uh, Forget about her. I want to go for a drink with you, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, there's a concert coming, and Mark is worried. He sure is about the Dean and Dallas concert. It's because his wife is obsessed with Dean Brody. He wrote us and told her that, or told us about her. She only listens to Dean's music, has a dedicated Twitter fan account, has him as her profile pic, and even has sent him letters. She is completely obsessed, but also says, don't worry, it's just a crush. He is worried. We got this text. This is an affair of the heart. Mm. What does that mean? Like an affair of the heart, like you're not emotional. actually having the affair, but the emotional affair. Yeah, are you, like it's a, a real cr- thing. Like a crush? Are you? Should you have a crush on somebody that's not your significant? You're allowed other? to have feelings, are you? But you're allowed to be faithful, <laughs> right? And right. you're allowed to love your significant other more than anything. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that's the case in Mark's world, though. I, <laughs> no. I don't know. I sh- just understand she doesn't have a shot. Yeah. I've seen Dean, handsome guy, yeah. got, just got married, so which is a real negative in her corner. So in love. Yeah, he's so in love. Hmm, interesting. But huh? you never know. There you go. You never know. Jack just keeps seeding the doubt. Now yeah. I got the doubt. Yeah. I'd be worried. Yeah. I'm worried for you guys. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine or Texas at one zero three nine three nine. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. How I Met Your Mother, right? That's the Neil Patrick Harris show, isn't it? Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. Anyway, he's really, really funny and really good. A uh, story that's uh, just come out, Jack, about him is... Yeah, apparently he had to have hand surgery after he had an infection caused by a sea urchin. He was rock climbing and he fell and landed right smack on a sea urchin, urchin one of those big black ones. Yeah. So he said he was able to pick out most of the spikes and spines. Ooh. However, he missed two of them and one of them got infected. This is two months later. Oof. Yeah, you wow us. That's like uh that's kinda like a porcupine, but even worse, I would say. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so that's kind of a bizarre story. Just kind of wondering what's the weirdest, strangest way you've ever been injured? Because that would be a weird you don't typically you know, people don't go to the doctor every day and go, Well, I fell on a sea urgent. I'm yeah. thinking. I was listening to a podcast and a guy was motorbiking, fell off his motorbike, fell oh. into a t- cactus. Yeah. Oh. And then he didn't get all the barbs out of the cactus. Yeah. It was so bad. The barb that got like poisoned him, and he was like had to learn how to talk, learn how to walk again. He got so sick, so it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. You gotta be super careful with that kind of stuff. Cacti- cacti, cactuses, they're so scary. Yeah, there's ones in Phoenix that we go, they are, and they'll jump and poke you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing. How much wine have you had? <laughs> <laughs> they're called like jumping Jehovah's or something, like it's crazy. Jumping Jehovah's, something like that. Yes, this are is you a at real the airport? Thing. <laughs> This is a real thing. You, if you even brush by them, they stick you. 
Yeah, but they're not moving towards you, Jack. Like seriously, pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. Like you're wobbling. I think (laughs) I don't. I don't think that really happens. Yes, this is a real plant. Even my my even my dad, who uh, you know, again was one of the smartest guys I knew and and grew up on the farm. He didn't know until later on in his life that porcupines didn't throw their their quills. You actually had to touch them to get them. Like they didn't. We always we always thought they kind of threw them, but apparently the uh, pork. Oh, here she goes. I'm I'm googling Googling. it silently. You can tell me that a cat jumping joya. (laughs) (laughs) The bar. Fly off. Jumping cactus attack. There is so many <laughs> videos about this. Come on. This is a real thing, guys. What? Like like they're like cacti? Yeah, or? they're extreme. Look at these videos. People are screaming and there's barbs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but the cactuses do this? Yes. Are, are How you, fast are they? If you get close to them, they just attach to you. Okay. You don't even have to touch well, that it. That makes sense. Yeah. If you uh, get like, how close are we talking? A like, centimeter an inch? Yeah, like probably a couple centimeters. Like touch them. I'm guessing <laughs> that close. Breathing distance. Okay, but you've never had a jump, jumping joya. Not me, but my Chihuahua did. It was not pretty. Really? Oh yeah. Bella got it bad. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Speaking of the Oilers, Jack, the story from yesterday. Yeah, we were telling you about Axel. He was a 10-year-old boy who wrote to the Oilers and put in a letter and a Ryan Nugent Hopkins card and said, hey, can you please sign this and send it back to me? Only problem is he forgot to put his return address. So the hunt was on for Axel. We thought he was here in Edmonton. Turns out he was in Ottawa. They found him thanks to Twitter. His dad said he used the summer to write notes to all of his favorite players and the Oilers ended up getting back to him. Cool, because I suggested to Jack after the show yesterday, I said we should check the registry and see how many Axels are 10 years old in Alberta and you found out there were? There were four. There were four. There were four Axels born in 2009 in Alberta. And none of them were the one. So now in Ottawa, who knows? The Oilers will probably do something special for him when they play in Ottawa at some point this season. The question this morning is, uh, did you ever write to a celebrity and get something back? I mean, I don't think that happens anymore now people just want to hunt down these celebrities and get a selfie with them, right? It's a different... That's true. The selfie is worth more than the autograph now, they it's say. It's a different world. Yeah, I don't even think autographs are that big a deal. Yes, man. I've never written to anybody. No. But Ken Epp used to be our member of parliament yes. in Druid Park. Yeah. Oh. Remember him? Yeah. He spoke at our school. Yeah. And he gave all the kids eight signed eight by tens. Yeah. <laughs> But I bet the kids thought it was pretty cool. Well, yeah. I was like, this guy knows the prime minister. Sweet. Yeah. Now I got an eight by ten and can Tell me you still got it. No. Oh, too bad. All right. Jack. I wrote in once to a celebrity in my world, a designer, Betsy Johnson. And? And she wrote me a note back. And I wish I had it. I lost it somewhere in moving. But yeah. I was all of 13, 14 at the time. Told her that how much I loved all of her fashion and that she was so cool. And she wrote back. And How amazing. Did you have the predator it? braids when you wrote it? I think so. <laughs> Good thing I didn't include my selfie. How amazing was it? She wrote back, right? It was neat. I kind of I wrote a TV show once and they got back to me. Anyway, I'll share that. But we'd love to hear your story. 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There is Brett Eldridge and Love Someone. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We're looking for your stories about uh, uh, you know writing letters to celebrities and getting things back. Marlene just called us and told us a story about MacGyver and the kids at school, and it was a really cool story. Yeah, he wrote them each an individualized letter and a signed photo. When I was in grade 7, uh, Mrs. Burridge, who was our English teacher and was smoking hot. She was from England. 
We've talked about her before. Shout out to Mrs. Burridge. Anyway, um, she was next door neighbors on the acreage to Bruce Bowie, who used to be on oh, this wow. radio station. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And so he was working on 630 Chet at the time, and so she got the whole class to write jokes, and uh, he wanted to get some jokes from uh, the, the class. And uh, I don't even know if he read my joke on the air. <laughs> That's kind of ironic. <laughs> this kid has no future adorable. in joke writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, and I'm trying to think, and I don't think it was That's Incredible. Uh, now, you're going to have to get some people of my age to remember. There was a show, and it wasn't Ripley's Believe It or Not. I don't think it was That's Incredible. There was another show, and I wrote a, I wrote that 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 TV show. It was like kind of like it wasn't a reality show, but it was kind of like that. Would it, it, it document would, people doing amazing things? I, I think so. It and sounds like That's Incredible. It does, but I don't know if it was. Were I there think, three hosts? No, I, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but but at whatever TV show it was, I wrote, and I remember like writing to Hollywood, right? And Dear sent, Hollywood. And sending <laughs> this letter, and then they wrote me back back with like a like a stock reply but it was on like and I, and I remember just hanging on to that for like six months they they were very interested in my story but they unfortunately weren't going to use it kind of like Bruce Bowie and my joke so close yet so far you, but, it, you think you'd take the hand if Bruce Bowie wasn't using it on 630 <laughs> that's incredible but it wasn't a joke it. it wasn't a joke it was a story it was like something incredible I, I don't know if it was something my dog did but it wasn't that <laughs> likely I'm telling you it was my a, dog can sit she <laughs> I tell her to sit. I don't know what the show was, but it was it wasn't that incredible, and it wasn't Three's Company, and it wasn't Mork for Mork. But okay, it, it was a show. It was it had that kind of theme to it. It wasn't uh, super, and not Ripley's. It wasn't Super Dave Osborne either. I, <sighs> My wife's family were solely one focused on getting a video on America's Funniest Home Videos. They were. Oh. They took the video camera everywhere. <laughs> yes. They submitted, never got one on there. Never. Eh? Too bad. Oh. I was always like. That was our line in our family when something funny would happen. Yeah. Like, oh, we should have said that to America's Funniest Home Videos. Every time somebody got her in the garage, dad always got the ball in the garage, <laughs> yeah. right? And Those ones always won. You're yeah, right. for some strange <laughs> reason. 780 You can text us at 103939. Have you ever written to a celebrity and got uh, got it back? Or can you tell me what TV show that was? Because it wasn't that. It was... I, I've, 100% it's, it's that's, that's incredible. No, it was at the, tip of my, it's at the tip of my tongue. I can see it, but it wasn't that. I don't know. Anyway... The listeners, if they can't figure it out, then it must have been that's incredible. I think so. Because they usually figure that stuff out. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Little Axel, they found him. The Oilers were looking for him, the kid that sent the Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, card to them. Uh, he's in Ottawa. Yeah, so who knows what's going to happen with that. But he did write to a celebrity, and they found him. They got back to him. We're asking, who did you write to and hear back from? We got this text in junior high as a writing project. We had to write to a bunch of sports teams and ask them certain questions like, how did your team name originate? Well, we ended up getting uh, so much swag from all of the NBA teams. It was incredible. It was in the Bulls' heyday, and we got shirts, hats, collectors, books, videos. Such a cool assignment. I kind of want to do this now. I feel like Matt's going to do it now. Exactly. Hey, our friend Elaine Duchesne from Stony Plain, uh, I'll be hosting the Laugh for Life Gala for uh, that amazing organization at the Windspear coming up on Saturday. But she sent an email and said, Pierre Elliott Trudeau and I have the same birthday. When I was 18 and he was in power, I sent him a birthday card with a comment that I wondered if he had a birthday greeting from just an average person and told him I had the same birthday. Couple days later, a limousine pulls up and a driver brought me a birthday card in his writing in a long-stemmed rose. What? What? That's amazing. <laughs> that I thought it would be like a big middle finger. You're from Alberta. Get away. Why no. Justin Trudeau do that now? Yeah. Let's try. Yeah. Hard oh, no. Wait, he's only got a couple more days. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
thanks for that crazy story, Elaine. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, I got to top that one. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The orders were searching for little Axel. Yeah, he was 10 years old. They were on the hunt. He had uh, wrote them and said, hey, I would love to have my Ryan Nugent Hopkins card signed, except he forgot to re- put his return address in. Right. So they were like... How do we find this guy? Thanks to social media, thanks to Twitter, they did find him. He's in Ottawa. They're going to connect, and he's probably going to get an autograph. So we were talking about these uh, stories, letters that you've written to celebrities and TV shows, and uh, all these crazy stories have been rolling in all morning long. I have a friend. For her 30th birthday, her husband wrote all of her favorite celebrities and asked them to send her a birthday wish. Right. They included Jillian Harris, Sarah Richardson, Michael Smith, Meghan Markle. She said about half of them responded, but she did get letters back from Meghan Markle as well as Jillian Harris. Meghan Markle? Yeah. Jillian Harris? <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> All right, Laura, you got a story? Back in the day, there used to be something called Four O'Clock Rock. On, uh, it was on ITV. Yes. Global. Yes. Uh, Mike Sobel used to host it. Yes. And I wrote in, and he read my name on the air, and I won a Dan Hartman album. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? How exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was I was like probably grade seven, but it was it was such a proud moment for me at that time. Hang, hang on a second, okay? Sure. Hello. Hey, Mike Sobel. Yeah. Hey, Mike, say uh, good morning to Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Good morning. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm well. Who are you? <laughs> hang on a sec. We're, we're talking about little Axel who wrote the letter uh, and uh, the, the letter and the uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins card. You've been talking about it in Global, of course. They found this kid. He's in Ottawa, right? So we've been asking about like letters and things you wrote to celebrities in your life. And Laura, tell Mike the story. Well, um, back in the day when you used to host 4 O'Clock Rock, I wrote into you and you read my name on uh, live on TV and I won a uh, Dan Hartman record album. <laughs> a Dan Hartman record album? Right. <laughs> you remember this, right, Mike? I, I barely remember who Dan Hartman was. I know. He, <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, actually, uh, he actually had a disco record called Instant Replay and that's the last thing I could remember from Dan Hartman. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, Laura, that's a great story. Yeah. I know. Yeah, so it Mike... It was a proud moment for me. You know what, Laura? Uh, Mike Sobel is your Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My shot is way weaker than his. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.